name is Sam Cozen, and I'm here with Brandon. Mm-hmm. Sam Cozen, okay. Yes. <laughs> so, Sam, I just saw your tattoo for a second. Like, what is that about? Like, uh, I'm just curious. Oh, okay. Um, well, there's a ton going on on it, actually. So, there, the top thing is my gypsy, and I got that when... I think that was like two summers ago now. So my family's very Ukrainian and my mom calls me this gypsy in a loving way. But um, I'm just kind of like this big free spirit and traveler and stuff. So I got this gypsy done. But even though um, gypsies are kind of free and alone, I got her holding on to sunflowers, which are my mom's favorite flowers and wheat uh, for my dad because he's a farmer. And then also on her ring, she has the initials TK for my brother and my sister. So it's like, even though I'm this gypsy, I still carry my family with me and my culture. So you're, you're from the Ukraine or like, or, or, hey. uh, my family like originated from there. My parents were both born here, but uh, yeah, they're both very Ukrainian. What is your accent from? I don't know. I, is it... Okay. I'm from Saskatchewan, oh. Canada. So. Oh, that's why. I was like, uh, I was thinking Australia <laughs> or like you know, New Zealand. I get that a lot, actually. That's weird. Yeah, it sounds very... Where are you? Oh, Texas, good old uh, America or USA. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, over here, you know, I'm not, not everyone's a cowboy, so <laughs> just just to let y'all know, that's, I don't know, that's like... <laughs> y'all know. Yeah. We probably say y'all up here more than you do down there. Yeah, yeah, we don't really. I like using y'all because it's like, you know, it makes me feel uh, culture-wise. <laughs> we don't all ride horses. That's another thing there. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's it's pretty. It's nice. It's hot. Yeah. yeah. What's your temperature there today? Uh, well, y'all use Celsius, correct? Oh, we do. Yeah. We're we're, we're weirdos. We use the the Fahrenheit. Whatever yeah. 106 Fahrenheit is, I think it's like 70 degrees Celsius or something. I don't know. Seven? 70. Oh, no, there's no way because like How, what, what? plus 35 Celsius here is like super hot. So what, what is 35 Celsius? I'm so confused because it's like. I'm honestly no good with that conversion either. I have no idea. I don't know. We're we're up there. We're it's it's hot. It's hot. It's like it's it, it, you could you would die from heat exhaustion if you stayed outside for an hour. Holy shit! Okay, well don't do that. Stay inside. I mean, you can go out, <laughs> but um, you don't want to be out there for long periods of time. Um, yeah. I mean, there's other hotter places like Death Valley. Um, that's pretty hot. That's why I called Death Valley because people die there. Um, <laughs> that's kind of crazy, but you know, we're Very not, I'm, not, I'm not used to the cold. It never snows here, so or never ice. We freak out if it rains. Like it's, <laughs> you know, panics. But yeah, uh, Texas is nice. I think, you know, it's it's huge compared to other states. Yeah, for sure. And I don't understand Canada, so it's like. Like, y'all have, like, four sections or 20 sections or, uh, you know, and y'all use kilometers and whatever else. Like, it doesn't make sense to me either, but, you know, (laughs) I think you drive on the wrong side of the road. No, 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 we're similar that way. We still drive on the same side of the road. Okay. 
So you drive on the right instead of the left. All right. Yes. Oh. We're not all willy nilly. Uh, yeah. I've only been to was it Toronto. That's it, and they're not. Okay. I don't know. Canada's pretty. It's too cold most <laughs> of the time. That's why I, I have a problem. That's fair. That's fair. Our two, three months of summer is really, really nice. So we'll do anything outside in that time. Uh, our summers are not fun. Uh, yeah, well, 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 just like tell me a little about yourself. I mean, like, I, I so when you travel, like, what, what is it that you do? Like, do you like going to different places and meeting different people? Or what was that about? Yeah, for sure. So my first trip that I went on was to um, Southeast Asia. So me and a friend went and backpacked for three months there. We went to Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And so I know it's like super cliche and everyone says like your first trip changes your life and stuff, but it seriously does. Like it really opened up a whole nother world to me. And so I just like kind of adapted to this love of traveling. So I've been to a few places now. Um, and I actually really love to travel by myself, I've found out. So I just feel like I meet more people that way and it forces me to get way more out of my comfort zone. And it's actually really cool. People are more likely to approach you too, I feel like, if you're traveling by yourself because they want to help you and you're not intimidating if you're like in a group kind of thing, if that makes sense. So I've done quite a bit of backpacking by myself now. Um, yeah, I don't know what you all want to know. Do you get like, do you ever get lost or is it like you, you kind of have a plan? Like, is it? Um, I'm definitely kind of like the go with the wind person. So I haven't ever gotten lost, but I've definitely had some mishaps. So like last summer I went, or no, two summers ago now, I went to California backpacking just along the coast there for a couple days. And I got down, on, I was in Santa Cruz and I was planning on going to Monterey Bay and I'm like, I was couch surfing while I was there. So I was like looking, 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 trying to find a place to stay in Monterey. And I was, couldn't find anything. Every hotel was booked. And I was like, screw it. Like, I still want to go. So I caught the bus down there and I was like, I'll just figure it out somehow. <laughs> so I started drinking at this pub in Monterey and made some friends with like these old guys sitting around the bar as well. And uh, just drinking all night, whatever. And then... They're like, so where are you staying tonight? And I was like, well, I don't know yet. I still have my huge backpack sitting next to me. They're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I just really wanted to come see Monterey. I was like, everyone told me that I need to come here. So I just said, fuck it. Like, I'll sleep on the beach if I need to kind of thing. And this one guy ended up being super, super nice. He's like, um, I know this is going to sound weird, but he's like, I was just going to crash in my truck tonight because I can't drive anywhere I've been drinking and stuff he's like I have two sleeping bags he's like if you want you can just crash in my truck with me so I was like okay sure like that's the best I have right now so um yeah never got lost anywhere but I definitely like kind of ran out of options sometimes so it's kind of a story I guess and do you have other places that you want to go to like I don't know Mongolia or something North Korea would you go to North Korea yeah, for sure. Why not? Right. I feel like everywhere has something to offer, you know, like there's always something to learn and see and just culture to understand and adapt to. I think everywhere is just amazing. Honestly, I fall in love with everything. So it's kind of a flaw and a blessing. But yeah, some yeah. people think I'm crazy that I want to go there. Yeah. 
So what attracts you to there? I just want to see, I want to, like, I, I could see stories, I could read it, but living it is so much different, you know, like, what, what, what is over there? I mean, you, there's no really, nobody can really go over there. I mean, um, there's only one flight that goes there. Um, you can't get over the border with it, so it's from, it's only in Beijing. So you go from Beijing to, to uh, their capital, I forget what it's called. And it's just to see the people. And like what it what like, I really want to know who they are like what makes them different from us because you know they're such a different culture I mean like no power they're basically the Amish to me <laughs> um, like it, it's interesting that but they understand like you know oh if you talk about Justin Bieber they know who Justin Bieber is or <laughs> like they know popular people and it's really yeah weird. they just have a completely different way of living though. So, yeah. I don't know, I would like to see that. I, I've heard stories, though, but it's just crazy. I don't know. I feel like that's that, that would be uh, something I want to do. I don't know why. But that's do you have cool. anything like that? Is that is that like any countries or specific places? Um, so my family's from Ukraine, so I obviously really want to go there. But um, I would like to go do a lot of Europe at once rather than just go for a short period of time. So I would love to go, me and my siblings actually really want to make that like my parents' 30th wedding anniversary gift. So it's in a couple of years. So we thought it'd be so cool if we could take our whole family to Ukraine together, but it's a lot of planning to do yet and got some time, but. And are you like, I don't know anything about the Ukraine culture. So do you still have that like kind of aspect or? Of the culture? Yeah. Yeah. So um, my parents are both like very religious and stuff. And my mom actually taught us Ukrainian dance growing up. And then when I graduated, I actually took on my own dance school. So I taught it for a while too. And we go to Canada's National Ukrainian Festival every year. So that's in Dauphin, Manitoba. But that was always kind of like our family's vacation. We never went on like faraway trips or anything like that. We drove and camped at this, we call it Yuki Fest. And it's kind of like a big music festival for Ukrainians and stuff. So it's these huge grandstands full of dancers and Ukrainian bands and stuff. And then all these Ukrainian like vendors that sell traditional food and clothing and stuff like that. So it's this huge kind of culture and dancing and drinking fun party for like four days. It's it's amazing, but I mean, I shouldn't say that's all we practice for Ukrainian culture. Like, um, we follow the Julian calendar, so we're actually like quite dedicated to the Ukrainian culture. So we celebrate Christmas on a different day. We celebrate Easter differently, New Year's, all that stuff. So we're always like two weeks behind everyone. Oh, so Christmas in January? Is that? Yes. Yeah, January seventh. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't like when I don't know when days change is just I mean like here in America I think we have daylight savings so yeah that's what I think messed me up because I thought you were uh, I forget an hour behind or hour ahead or something yeah yeah I'm an hour behind you okay but yeah that's how like I think next time in October we go we go back an hour so it was made for farmers and stuff back in when America first got started so it was like 
it really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's basically like us just changing the time to fit our needs. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was for, and it ended up being, you know, you just get an extra hour of sleep, and you lose an extra hour of sleep. That's yeah, it just ended up goofing everyone up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, the weirdest thing that we do. I mean, Americans are strange. We're all different. It's very, very, very uh, different. Especially if he goes down south, we're a lot nicer. Just to let y'all know. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. On my next trip to the States, then I'll make sure to go down south. Yeah, down south, yeah. You, okay. You'll see some cool stuff. I mean, deserts. I mean, cactus. It's pretty cool. Awesome. So, uh, you might not handle the heat very well. Uh, that's the only thing. Well, it does get hot here, too. Just it's not hot while you're brown. Well, can you cook... A, a meal on the ground. Could you like? No, we. Can't. Yeah, we could. You just put unless it it's like ice cream or something. You know, start our own. <laughs> so what is like Ukrainian food? I have no idea what Ukrainian food is. So. Um. So the first thing people will tell you is pierogies and kubasa, or pierogies and sausage. Kubasa is sausage in Ukrainian, but um. So that cabbage rolls, borscht. Stuff like that. Is there stuff you can eat, like um, a pork or cow or something? No, um, they eat everything. I personally don't. I. So, have you heard of Lent before? Yes. Uh, okay. We do it here too. Yeah. So my family will do Lent for um, up to Christmas and up to Easter, I believe. So like different time spans, but um, so they usually give up meat Monday, Wednesday, Friday when they do that but when I was young in high school I decided I wanted to do it the whole time so I was actually a vegetarian for about five years because after Lent was over I just quit eating meat altogether um now I eat eat chicken and like turkey and fish now but I don't eat any red meat still but I'm considered like the weirdo in my Ukrainian family because I don't eat kubasa with them and stuff yeah that's yeah I'd be like why are you not eating you must, you must eat to be strong. Um, like, yeah, that, that, that's that's like you know, I don't know. Down here, Lent is not as uh, it's not it's not like that's not giving up meat. It's about giving up something. Um, yeah, and I think that's how a lot of people practice it too. But that was just our church, kind of, is what they did. Here, like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna stop smoking cigarettes or I'm gonna do something else. It's like supposed to be a positive health thing. Um, hey, but that's good. That's yeah. a right step in the or step in the right direction. That's what it's step in the right direction, yeah. And it's always interesting because you know someone gives up something like, oh, I'm not gonna eat, you know, I'm not gonna have ice cream till this day or whatever. And it's interesting. I, I, I don't personally take part in it, but it's cool. I mean, but then sometimes I'm like, what? Let's go eat some pasta. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I think America has the best food. Uh, I mean, you come down here, you're going to eat, especially in Texas, you're going to have Mexican food. Mexican food's the best here. I think Texas has the best food. I mean, I've been all over the U.S., Canada. I mean, the U.K. It's fish and chips all day. Uh, <laughs> you guys probably have, like, really good barbecue and stuff mm-hmm. in Texas. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Very good, yeah. That would be my favorite. I mean, we eat, we eat weird stuff, I mean, because Texas is like, we have pretty much every animal, I mean, 
Uh, it's, I mean, fish soup is a big thing down here. Hmm. Not, not, oh, shark fin soup as well. Shark, shark fish soup? Shark fin soup. So you eat the shark's fin in the soup. Wow. Mm, is it good? It's pretty good if, I mean, if you had, uh, I mean, we, we eat so much different stuff. Frog legs is a, used to be a big thing. Not as much anymore. I mean, Gnarly. Tastes great. It does. It tastes just like chicken. A uh, little... Little, little less tender, a little less, you know. It's good. It's good. Okay. I mean, don't Thank compare you. us to, like, I don't know. Asian food scares me a lot because it's like you're eating bugs and, you know. It's what? Like, I don't know. It, it, that's, it just seems strange to me. I mean, whatever. Then in India, you, don't, you can't eat a cow because it's sacred. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of limit your options there, especially if you're from America because beef is, like, number one here. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting because, and we have we 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 stereotype everyone. That's pretty much the truth. I mean, like you say you're Canadian. I'm like, oh, I know Canadians. I know how Canadians are. Right. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm gonna Skype her and she'll probably be eating poutine or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, do you enjoy Canada, or is it some other place that you would like to live, or just are you? Is that somewhere you're just going to stay or are you going to be like a nomad? I love nomads. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm definitely like grateful to have grown up in Canada. I think we have it really good here, especially like with our health care and like my, my families are farmers. So there's definitely like, I don't think there's a better place for us to be besides Saskatchewan when that's the only great job basically is to farm here. But um. My plan is actually, I'm still in school, and then once I graduate, I really want to move to Costa Rica and teach English there, so. Costa Rica. Oh. I still get confused. Is that part of the U.S., or is it just, like, an island? I'm pretty sure it is not part of the U.S. I was thinking Puerto Rico. Never mind. (laughs) Those places get me so confused, but, yeah. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. All right, but yeah. What 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 are you studying again? Um, so I'm in education. I'm going to be a teacher. So my major is in English, and my minor is in phys ed. And like, are you teaching kids or teenagers? Like, what is it that you want to teach? High school, yeah. So grade 10, 11, 12. Oh my gosh, that's that's a heck of a time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> An English yeah. teacher, right? That's. Do you, do you like reading a lot? Are you? Um, I enjoy reading, but actually, writing would be my passion if mm-hmm. I were to choose one of the strands there. Are you like a poet, or like, is there something you? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I am actually. Uh-huh. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote: um, "We lose ourselves in the things we love, but we find ourselves there too." I, I, I just got that. It was, it was really hard to understand. You have to think about it a little bit, right? <laughs> you love what you sow? No. How's it go? We, we lose ourselves in the things we love. We find ourselves there, too. Okay. And who said that? Was it anonymous? Um, I'm honestly not sure who is the person who wrote that at all. It's just pinned up in my bedroom 
for years and years. Well, you can take credit for it now, so. Okay. <laughs> that put Sam at the bottom and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Escos. <laughs> quotes are interesting. I don't know why. A lot of people like quotes. I'm not. I'm not a quote person. No. No. I just don't like the. Uh, I'm more like have your own original thoughts, you know. Mhm. Mm um, That's fair. But then sometimes I find myself quoting people. I don't know. And I'm like. Well, yeah. because I think unintentionally we're always influenced by others, right? So it's just natural to start quoting other people or use their slang or lingo. And who's like, do you have big influences or, or is that, you know, just avoid people who influence? Like in writing or? In writing and anything, pretty much. Um, yeah, so actually like, one of my teachers in high school is probably like one of my biggest influences. His name was Dean Armstrong and he just really kind of pushed me to be who I am. I feel like today, um, I was kind of like just a little shithead kid and he kind of gave me the time of day and that made me feel important. And he kind of guided me into, I feel like a better person a little bit. So he was definitely a big influence in my life, but Nowadays, I obviously don't see him as much anymore, but um, it's kind of weird, but you get a lot of influence through social media, actually, so. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why. I, it, it, it makes it like, uh, I, I find myself, but then I get so attached to these people. Like, I'm like, I know. Oh my God, oh my God. And then I, I'm like, I got to chill out with this, you know, I'm not, I don't need to see their posts every time or every day. Because it got such a great, great quote or whatever, you know, or whatever they do. Yeah. I find myself on there uh, quite a bit, especially what we're doing this. Because like, it's like, I need to find like, another guest. I need to, you know, sample. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And it's like, ooh. Um, I like talking to different people. It's really interesting. Sometimes. So do you just kind of find anyone that? Um, interests you on social media or like what do you look for exactly oh that's so hard. I was kind of taken aback when what, really? all of a sudden I was asked to do this I was like well that's really cool but I was okay I, well I don't know if there's a criteria but I kind of have like this thing like okay this this person I'm not gonna have them on or you know it doesn't hurt to ask like, maybe I asked you and you said no and I'll be like oh okay <laughs> I'll be like well, you're lost you know, <laughs> yeah, my channel's super cool, so sucks to be you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and it's, and then I'm like, you know, I like having all types of people. You don't have to have a million subscribers or a million this and that or a hundred thousand on Instagram or whatever. I just want to talk to interesting people, and um, of course, I want people who are knowledgeable and stuff, but I like having a conversation with a normal person for every once in a while. Sometimes. You know, you don't know enough about the person just from social media. Like, I yeah. I was really hard to find stuff on you. It was like try, trying to track people down, trying to Google stuff and <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, You know, I try to spend five minutes trying to figure you out. Like, you know, because I think of uh, verbal, verbal talking as like fighting. This is just the way I look at it. Like, you think of it as what, sorry? As like fighting. Like in uh, combat sports, I always think that way. Because uh, I did Taekwondo martial arts all my, my whole childhood. Um, 
so it was always like you react to the person when they say something then you react back it's like a back and forth yeah okay i see that and that's a bad analogy sometimes because you know <laughs> you people don't want to hear that violence is the answer sometimes i mean that's my my perspective but someone else can say peace and love and i love that stuff too <laughs> yeah it's interesting but yeah but it's always like a conversation and stuff in that you know especially like me i'm so into like that type of world and i just want to talk to people that know that but then i also want to talk to other people you know i it's interesting, you know. Um, I'm glad that you said yes because, you know, it, it, it makes me, I don't know, I just, it makes me happy that someone like you would talk to me. Aww. Even, <laughs> you know, even though I don't, like, you know, because a lot of people will just say, hey, no, I don't want to be on there, or, you know, um, historians, people who, like, I want someone to discuss history with me, you know, because I'm very... I'm not like super into history, but I love history. Like I want to know about the Roman Empire. I want to know all about it. You know, how did we get to this point, and like what what's gonna happen and stuff. But those people don't talk to me. Like they, they <laughs> asked like I don't know how many, but I've gone through the list. And I'm like one, two. Oh no, nope, nope, nope. They have all their knowledge is in between them, so they don't talk to anyone else unless you're a historian. I'm like, do I have to go get a history degree just to? <laughs> talk to you like that's what just I just make a fake one uh, that's what I say I don't know. yeah I know about the European Empire or something I don't know. <laughs> but then you start talking to them they'll know that I don't know anything really or I'll just you know say something you know that they they'll be like nope you don't know history but um, yeah I mean uh, that's what I enjoy I just enjoy talking to people whether you have one follower or a million you know it's not I think that's really strange that we kind of put numbers of things out I know it's insane that that's how everything is measured by but yeah yeah so but go go check out Sam her Instagram is going to be in the link just saw y'all know (laughs) thank you so much and hopefully uh, I don't you know do you, do you have you ever thought about like vlogging your adventures or your backpacking? Um, I definitely have, especially like I feel like my fitness is kind of mm-hmm. a whole nother part of my life too, besides my traveling. So I feel like it would be quite the interactive channel, I guess. But um, with my internship coming up this fall for education, I just don't want to have too much much of me all over the internet for students to find so um i figured maybe after i graduate i would start maybe something like that i think that'd be cool but yeah yeah i i understand totally i totally just i kind of want to see where you've been and like like it's, it's so it's so fun because it's like you're 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 sharing your moments and I, your thoughts and then you're also sharing where you've been and like you know, you know I don't you know some people don't want to go there but they want to see that place you know yeah for sure so then they can kind of vicariously live through others <laughs> I like living through like looking through someone else's eyes is awesome and it's like ooh they've been there ooh they're in Romania or you know they're in this country or that country they're in the states oh my gosh they're couch surfing like 
like, I would, <laughs> you know, how does that work? Like, you know, like, you know, that's that's always interesting to me. But teaching, yeah, yeah. teaching is such a noble job. I hope you're a great teacher. I really do. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope hope I kind of succeed at it myself. Yeah, yeah, because I'm. Uh, my teachers weren't the greatest. I mean, I had good teachers, a couple. That's a lot of them discourage you. Uh, I can remember my, I think it was my art teacher, a theater arts teacher. I wanted to be, I don't, I don't remember what I wanted to do. Maybe as a kid, I think I was wanting to act or draw or something like that. And I had had my <laughs> my teacher through my whole like book booklet of drawings and all this stuff and threw it in the trash and it broke my heart. I never drew again. Oh my gosh. And he said that that's not that style is terrible. I remember that. That that style is terrible. Don't do it do it this way. Don't do it that way. What so, gives anyone the right to say something like that to a child? Like I I'll never understand that. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the bad part because I didn't have I don't have I have thick skin now, but when it, back then I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, sure. I, I, just get, I just get pierced through the heart. Like, you just destroyed my dreams, my hopes. Well, yeah. That's the most beautiful thing about being a child is that you're so full of innocence and wonder and you you believe in all these things. So then as soon as somebody, like, strips you of that and they're like, nope, your dreams are garbage, it's, like, it's really harsh. But I've also had teachers that are very, very motivational. I mean, okay, I, well, that's good to hear. Hopefully you remember them better than the shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh my, there was, I had a physics teacher. His name was Mr. Wilson. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but if he does, um, um, he was the best physics teacher in the world. I, I've never met someone. Like, he, the first day of class, you know he's the best teacher when he comes in, slams a book on the table, and says, Gravity. Um, it, 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 he was enthusiastic. I think that's what, what really got to me. I was like, you know, most, most teachers I fall asleep in your class. It's not gonna, like, there's, there's hardly anyone who could keep me up, but he kept me up thinking. Like, you know, it was interesting that he, his way of teaching. But it's, you know, I hope you can. I don't know, I, I couldn't handle Shakespeare. I think I could handle it. Like, like, you're making me read Romeo and Juliet. I can't do it. <laughs> And I don't know what they're saying half the time. Except there was that one book called The Brave New World where I was like, oh my god. Like, they're making babies out of test tubes and, like, it was just, like, uh, such a strange book. Why? I do not know this book. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, like, something in Texas that everyone had to read or something. And it was, like, it was, like, this guy from the UK wrote this book about, like, the future and I was so confused. But I was so intrigued. Like, it was, it was, it was scary. It was like a scary book to me because it was like, okay. What grade were you in? I don't think I was in 10th. I was scared. It was scary to me. Just because <laughs> I was such a, it was, a, I don't know. No, that was Romeo and Juliet. I don't know why we put Shakespeare on this pedestal. Um, but it's interesting. Yeah. But that book oh, blew my mind. I mean, what's, there's a book in middle school I read. I forgot what it was called, but it was like, Lord of the Flies, if you ever read that. That was, that, that was bad. I've never, you know, those boys on an island basically killed each other. Um, and 
one died underneath the leaf because he had a seizure and I was just like my god you're you're telling me this tragic stuff in middle school this guy gets um, piggy piggy he's the character um, he's the last uh, person to die he gets um, he gets killed by a boulder that someone pushed on him um, like I don't understand, but I, I read we we were reading this and this is seventh grade, so my mind was like, my God! So that's what would happen if we were on an island. That's what I, what I thought. I mean, other things like The Giver, which I don't recommend. I recommend to everyone because it's such a great book. But it, you know, when when you end on a cliffhanger, I, I get really angry. Like like the, you didn't either. There's no conclusion. There's supposed to be something going on at the end. Yeah. And, and you just like, oh, he's walking off into the sunset. Like, what? Well, what is that about? Like, <laughs> like, where is he going now? You know, don't don't leave me. I mean, like, that's why I like Harry Potter and stuff like that. Like, that was always like magic. Like, you know, I would just that was just my perspective of things. But other people have other other things. I like poems too. My favorite one is by Robert Frost. Something about gold or something, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just think that's such a cool thing to learn. But I can't write. I, I can't write. Like I mean, I've written uh, a couple essays, but you know, I did have one person write one for me, so that doesn't really count. I've also plagiarized. Not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I think we've all been a little guilty of that at one point in our lives. Oh, but I copied and pasted, so... Or, like, you know, I learned that copy and paste, then copy and paste something else, then... But now they have, like, you can put... Like, it's, technology's gone so good that you just, like, turn it into this, like, website, and this website tells you if it got it from some other source, and I'm like, no, this ruined my... my, my, my this ruined my life, because it's... It, first time I got caught with that, I was like, ooh... Oh my god! I can't believe someone found this out. Like, you know. Yeah, that's where kids nowadays are kind of screwed with technology. I mean, it's useful, but yeah, we can find out basically anything now too about stuff like that. Yeah, don't plagiarize. It's one of my kids out there. Don't plagiarize. Yeah. yeah. You can put a quote in there, but don't plagiarize. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you cite it. I, I never. <laughs> I used to never cite. That was a big thing. Or like I make fake citations, like Billy Bob. Um, this was the book by Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> or, I remember I put Taylor Swift once. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Like just making up names. <laughs> I didn't want to go looking for the source and digging through the archive or whatever. See, I, I don't know. I was probably the most lazy kid ever. Sometimes I didn't understand. Like, oh my God, I got a B. How did I get a B from this? Like. I did not do any work. I just copied and pasted. The citations aren't real. I mean, you know, whatever. But, you know, just I'm just giving you tips and tricks so you can catch them, those kiddos. Okay. Thank you, know, you very much. You know, we, we're very sneaky. Like, we'll copy something and then we'll add, like, a little touch, a little, little sprinkle of us. And it. <laughs> Or we'll get something from like a professor or a doctor or have someone else write it. I've had people write my own essays. It's only one or two, but you know. I eventually wrote my own, but I've only written like two or three by myself. 
my vocabulary sucks. It's terrible. I, I, I need to expand my knowledge of words. <laughs> I, like any, you need to hang out with some more English teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, yeah. No, ain't that the truth? Because they talk like... Ludicrous? What the, what is ludicrous? I've heard of the rapper, but what does that mean? <laughs> like, are you actually asking? Yeah, I don't know what it means. It's Just like to be like, it's yeah, exactly. Ludicrous, you're ludicrous. That's what I thought. I mean, like, um, plagiarism? I didn't know that word before, you know, I, someone taught me. Um, so, oh, this is plagiarism. What are you talking about? I copied and pasted that. It's not plagiarism. <laughs> like, it's copy and paste. It's a tool. Yeah. I use the internet. That's how it works. But yeah, that was always like a, a thing I never understood. Words like... Now I listen to like people that... You know, there's a psychologist in Canada. Um, I forget his name. Dr. Jordan Peterson, I believe. Um, he has like a 12-part, 30-part series. And he talks very fancy. Like, you know, he uses words that I never would use. Um, and when you hear him talk, you're like, oh my god. And he's like, um, one of his things is, is like, clean your damn room. And I was like, clean my damn room? What do you mean by that? And then he starts going into that. He's like, the metaphysical blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what does that word mean? Let me search this. And then I'm like, I don't know what he said half the time, but it sounded great. Maybe it's just his accent. I don't know. Everyone in Canada has, like, this amazing accent. Like, are you excited to teach English, or is it like, what what made you want to be an English teacher? Um, I was at one point. Now I'm kind of. School just kind of takes away some of your passion. I feel like sometimes, and um, I don't know. Like, I really wanted to teach for a while. I feel like that's kind of in my personality. Like, I've taught dance, and I've taught snowboard lessons and now I'm gonna teach English so I just I like helping people more so but um, I don't think I'll end up teaching here per se I if I go anywhere I'd like to go overseas and travel and teach at the same time I just feel like it's more appreciative over there well yeah because you know they don't get as much I mean like and also you're not as restricted as here or anywhere in the you know, Canada or the US yeah. yeah. Like you can't teach that. You can't tell that. You know. You can't read that book. That's a banned book. Exactly. Yeah. And parents will come up to you and be like, "I don't like what you're teaching my kid." And I heard that you didn't even look at this one. And it's just stupid. Like parents get upset about everything, and it's more so. I feel like it's less about teaching now, and it's more about just trying to make everyone happy, and it's frustrating. And I'm not even a teacher yet, and I'm frustrated. Yeah, that, that teaching aspect. I don't know. I like teaching people. Like, if you don't know something, I'm going to drop some knowledge. You're yeah. Like, you don't know what a carburetor is? I'll tell you all about a carburetor and break down the pieces of a carburetor. But, like... Just be scared. Just be careful you don't offend anyone, because that's what it's all about right now. Yeah. I don't, do you feel like school's getting a little too soft? Like, you can't... There's safe spaces in a lot of places. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, you go to this place and you're safe? Like, what What does that mean? Like, you know, you can't say things anymore. 
I'm not sure what you mean by these safe places, but yeah, I definitely think school's getting like, yeah, how you said soft, like, so phys ed is my minor and we're not supposed to like do lessons on certain sports anymore. Like you can't do a sport specific lesson. They basically tell you because what if some kids not good at basketball? Oh my it's like, God. well, how, how are they supposed to get good at basketball then if you don't teach them? Like, it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. So everything has to do with tactics and strategies when you're teaching physical education now instead of like sports specific lessons. Sports, yeah. That's sad when they got rid of dodgeball. I don't know if that was my Oh, I'm still sad about it. I don't know. Maybe because I was always like, yeah. I liked, I don't know. I liked getting hit in the face every once in a while. <laughs> not that it, you know that's not something yeah but yeah I just it was fun and then I don't know it just vanished I was like no dodgeball you hurt people kids are getting crying and also participating trophies ruined everything like what this guy's getting a trophy just for participating like you know everybody wins that's not how it works I'm sorry no that's not how life is um, there's winners and losers Honestly, I could say I've lost more than I won. Um, but you'll win eventually, as long as you keep trying. I mean, that's how it is. You might not be first, but you might be second or third or fifth or whatever place you want to say. But, you know, telling a kid that he just won when he didn't win, um, it, it makes Yeah, it, you know, it's going to hurt them more than anything. Yeah, because uh, that one day reality strikes and then they're like, well, I won, you know? Well, you did it, Wayne. You, you lost. And I don't know why participation trophies is a thing. Um, or participating, you get a ribbon or something. Like, I'm like, come on. You know, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, when I got my first participation thingy or whatever, I think it was a ribbon. I was like, really? You're giving me this? And I, I threw that thing away. I think I burned it. I'm pretty sure. Because I was like, you're disgracing me with, with this, you know? I'm much yeah. better than this. That's always something I find strange. It's weird in America. I don't know why we do we we do that for everything pretty much. And we we started eliminating sports from schools. Like you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, I mean, all we have is I don't know why football. Well, I don't know what it is in Canada. Football here is American football, which is you know, different from actual football. But I don't understand lacrosse. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you know, you talk about those types of sports. I, I just, you know, here it doesn't. It's not. It's not about that. It's about the one. Basketball's big here. Uh, yeah, I think it's biggest here. But other sports are pretty cool. I mean, so like, do you you just teach tactics? How does that work? It's just basically strategies that can be passed along from sport to sport. So like hockey basketball soccer things like that are all invasion games so you teach kids more so how to be defensive or how to be offensive rather than just kicking a soccer ball through a net you know does that make sense wait like defensive and offensive offensive so okay i get it and what are the other sports like what sports can't you like teach is it like I shouldn't say that you can't teach. It's just they don't want lessons all structured around a certain sport, right? Like, 
I mean, you can still, yeah, like say you're doing net and wall games. So there's badminton and volleyball, things like that for net and wall games. So it's not that you're not going to ever play volleyball, but you can't plan a whole two weeks around playing volleyball, you know? Oh, okay. So I thought that was how it was done. I, I don't know. Maybe it's different here, but like you would do. Well, that's how it has been done for like ages and ages. That's how I grew up playing. Like start of the fall. Yeah. Volleyball season kind of get to winter. You're going to start playing basketball, badminton. And then when spring comes around, you're going to what's in spring track and fields. I don't know. I think it was just organized throughout the seasons basically so now you're just going to teach like fitness or like i don't understand how that would work like you're, you're not going to teach a sport but you're going to teach physical education so like, yeah it's like lifting weights whatever what's going on here like what are you trying to... well i mean i would love to teach that so yeah uh and like I think I, I don't know, I saw an Instagram post of yours, I think it was the second or third one, I don't know. But it was like uh, you before and after, or like a uh, time difference. Like, how, what made you get into fitness? Um, well, so, when I got back from Asia, actually, that, I, that was kind of when my whole life kind of started to change a little bit. I went to Asia being like this kind of party girl and going out every night and drinking all the time and stuff. And then, like I said, my view of life and everything kind of changed. And then when I got back, um, I moved in with my parents actually to kind of get back on my feet and realize what was important to me and stuff. So I moved away from the city and kind of got in touch with myself again, I guess in a way. And I just decided I needed something else to focus on rather than just going out every night and stuff. And so the gym kind of became this little bit of an escape for me. And my first goal is just to be skinny, obviously, like every girl starts. So did a shit ton of cardio and stuff. And then I got to the point where I was like, this isn't even fun. So I kind of started to do some research and followed a few girls that were lifting weights and stuff. I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to get like huge or anything if I start doing that. So I started doing a lot of research about like programs and stuff and like what's best for your body type and kind of thing. So I started really focusing on that. And then when I moved to the city, um, I moved to Regina to go to school and the gym scene is quite big here. So I just kind of started to keep with it and stuff and, noticed I'd made like a huge dip change in my body and then a few years ago I decided I wanted to take it a little bit more seriously so I kind of like slowed down on my drinking a lot um well obviously the first when I first started I did as well but um when I started university again kind of drank a little bit more because his first year right and that was what everyone was doing that's how you met people basically and then in January this year, I quit drinking completely and I decided that I wanted to push myself farther with fitness and I just needed another goal to work on. So I got myself a coach and I decided I was going to compete. So my way of life has completely changed in like the past four years from 
being this drunk party girl every night going out all the time and now I'm like if you see me out and about on a Friday night that's like a rare occasion now so I'm quite the homebody I spent my time in the gym and work and I've just really found out what's important to me now and that's taking care of my body and my health and my friends and family around me and so it was more of like this mindset change that influenced my body change I guess and what was the switch was it like ah I'm drinking too much like what was the the switch that clicked because with me it's about you know like there's turning turning points you know where you're like oh snap I need to not do that anymore or like no, I should probably not do that, or I should probably try some new stuff. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was kind of like the last few weeks of my trip, honestly, that I was like, I just started the, I started appreciating everything more. We were up in northern Thailand for the re- kind of the end of our trip, and it was just so beautiful up there. And we were in this little hippie town, and everyone was so happy and stuff, and just kind of doing the bare minimum. And then I I was dating this boy at the time that was a really negative impact in my life actually. And I kinda, when I got back to Canada, I just realized that I was so happy over there with the last bit of kind of like just appreciating everything and stuff. And then when I got back, um, everyone around home was still doing the same shit. Like they're, they're still going out drinking with the same people to the same bars and I was just like this isn't there's got to be more to my life than just like this than being in the same boring routine with the people that bring this little bit of darkness and um when we first got back I went up to the bar with some friends of mine and stuff and I bumped into somebody on my way out of the bar and they said (laughs) watch where you're going fatty or something like that and it just like it was all these little reasons and then that on top of everything I was just like I'm changing my life holy crap that was a trigger trigger. yeah it was it was just so many little things that I was kind of like having anxiety about and that I knew I needed to change and then it was just like that one little moment I was like yep I need to do something about my life yeah, there's so much more like it, there's no plan for life like there's no nobody knows what the heck they're doing like we're all doing different stuff and it's like oh my god like the tradition especially here in America it's about going to school you know getting through high school uh, then going to college and after college you're supposed to get a good job then if you want to go back to college get your graduate degree or become a doctor or something you go back to school and then you go out to the workforce and then you work and then you work and then you work and you work and then you're dead or no not dead you retire and then you have no money then you die and then you never live life and it's sad that people go their whole lives doing that because that's what they've been told to do their whole lives not because they want to but because this is the way things have been so they think they need to follow it and you get pressured by family friends I mean gosh peer pressure is a, a, a huge aspect of life like yeah it's crazy like you know yeah you got why you're not drinking why aren't you drinking you need to hear here's here's some jameson here's some you know scotch here's some whatever whatever um 
and it's like, oh my god, I don't want that. It's not for me. I don't want to do that stuff. Like, yeah. It was a really hard thing for my friends to like understand if I went out and didn't want to drink, they'd, they'd almost get mad at you. They'd be like, well, why are you here then? Kind of thing. Like, Yeah, I think that's crazy. I mean, like, it sucks because you're going to break that social circle even though you might still like the person because, you know, eh, well, I don't drink anymore, so I'm not going to hang out around you unless y'all are doing something else. And then, Yeah. You really find out who your friends are, that's for sure. And then, yeah, of course, that's how you find your friends out. I mean, whenever you limit yourself to, like, one type of person or, like, you know, your inner circle just becomes, you know, people that drink or people that smoke or people that do whatever, A, B, C, D, maybe, um, you never look for other people that might be interested in other things that you might not think you're interested in. Like, maybe you just like sewing for some reason. I don't know why, but, you know, uh, you might like knitting. I don't know. Like, just, just look at what you're doing. Try new things. Yeah. Trying new things is so important. Like, So important. So, like, especially, you know, how are you going to know if you do, like, don't like sushi if you never had sushi before? <laughs> like, that makes no sense to me. So, I mean, if you try it once and you're like, eh, don't like it, cool. At least you tried it at least once. Mm-hmm. Go on to the next thing. I mean, people think I'm weird because I like I like too many things. Like, um, like I would love to, I love science. I love this. I love that. I love everything. Like people just find that very strange. Like, you know, it's well, good though. Lots of interests. You're supposed to just like this, and this is all we want to talk about. I'm like, well, let me let me tell you something. I like <laughs> this too. You know, and then then I, then I get I'm obsessive rather than. Um, I get really obsessed with things like if, if, if you try to teach me something, uh, I'm going to teach it till I fall to the floor um, or fall through the floor or whatever you want to say, analogy-wise. Like, uh, you know, I don't, I, I get obsessed and then it, it, I have to figure out, like, I should probably move on from this thing. Like, I, I don't remember that, you know, like, you got to move on to other things. You got to try other things. And I'm like, no, I know I need to learn everything. And you know you're trying to become the either the smartest person or the best person, the best person at that thing. And sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm way too obsessed with this. I mean, I think I think that's why we get attached, like especially young, young kids, is games, video games are like such a big thing. It's because we're that is our life. That is like you don't understand what we're going through. You know, my character died 20 times. But I'm living this life. I have a hundred million gems. You don't understand. I mean, I, I got obsessed with a few phone games once. And I was just playing over and over. Uh, and it was interesting. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? <laughs> I think we got cut. We got cut. Did we get cut? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, that's good. All right. But yeah. I don't know why, why I was talking about that, but okay. <laughs> I'm not sure either. But yeah. But it was wonderful. Uh, I mean, like this, I don't want to take up all your time because time is valuable. But Sam, it was really interesting talking to you. you know? It's very nice to talk to you as well. I would, I would like to know what you're going to do because I, I heard uncertainty in your, in your mind. I don't know what that means. Uncertainty. uncertainty. 
But yeah, whatever you do, man, let's go with the flow. Fly with the birds. <laughs> that's kind of my motto. Fly with the eagles. Fly with the, you know, you don't have to be a bird. You can be a crocodile if you want, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... That, 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 <laughs> I like crocodiles. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. They're all right, yeah. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Until they bite you, but mm, it only happens once in a while. That's why I like Crocodile Dundee or whatever his name was. He got shocked by a jellyfish, which was sad. I was like, oh, well. But yeah. I also love music. That That's another topic that I love a lot. I could talk about music for days, but, you know. That's a, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Well, thanks, Sam, for talking to me. It was a, uh, uh, thank you for listening to me rant on about stuff that I didn't know. That <laughs> And sharing your thoughts is always great. Um, and I hope to have you on another time. Not sure when, but it would be nice to talk to you again because it's like, why talk to a person one time and then you never see them again? Or you never.